Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, hello, Jen. I just want to say that one of my favorite Britney Spears videos is... um. Break the Ice. Um, I really like the video because it's kind of like this anime story of her breaking the ice. And I love the song as well. And I think it's kind of not so talked about just because it's not her actually in the video and it's kind of like a cartoon anime of her. Um, either way, I really love it. And thank you for talking about Brittany. Bye. Hello, my people. How are you? I'm in Florida. I'm actually with my real people, you guys. I'm with my friends from high school right now in Florida, and there's nothing like being with your true loves from high school. So I hope wherever you are listening to this week's episode that you are close by to your 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 ride or dies, your true people, because there's nothing like it. So that's what I hope for all of you. Okay, on this episode of We Need to Talk About Brittany, I am sitting down with Danielle Panabaker. You know her from The Flash. She plays Caitlin Snow, or sometimes she plays Killer Frost. She's the best. I'm lucky enough to call her a friend, and we sit down to talk about Toxic and Break the Ice. Now, some of you might be wondering, why are you talking about Toxic, one of the most epic music videos of all time, and then Break the Ice, which it's like not so much. Some of you might not even know this music video. Now, the stands out there, you know exactly why I'm talking about these two videos, because Britney brings back her super villain superhero character that she plays in the toxic music video in Break the Ice, except in the Break the Ice music video, Britney is animated. The entire music video is animated. And the reason why is because at this time, that single was off of Blackout. And Britney wasn't really on the scene. You know what I'm saying? This was during the dark period. Um, But great things came out of it. Great music came out of it. Uh, It's an amazing album. We all know this. We're going to continue to talk about it on here. But um, that video was completely animated because she wasn't really doing much. Uh, And so word on the street is, though, that Britney came up with the concept for Break the Ice. That she was like, why don't we bring back this character? 
Uh, and if you read like the plot of the music video, it's pretty cool. It's very interesting. And I like that she did that. The fans actually voted for this single to be, uh, for that song to be her single at the time. I think her team wanted fans to stay engaged. So they created this platform where they could vote. Uh, and they chose the single, very empowering for the fans. We like that. We want to participate, right? That's all we want to do. Uh, we're just, we love her. We want to we wanna be a part of the whole thing. Guys, while I've been out here though, I have to share a little side tangent. I was talking to someone who works in Las Vegas and they had let me know, and she said that this was public knowledge, but I don't know. Are we in denial that we aren't talking about this? that Britney's ticket sales for her new show, Domination, weren't doing that well. And that also, originally, when Britney revamped her show, the first show in Vegas, when she when she revamped it, it was because J-Lo's show was doing so well, and so they wanted to make it, um, like, sexier. I don't know. What do you think about that? It's interesting, like, I heard that J-Lo's Vegas show is unbelievable, and I'm sad that I didn't get to see it, and I hope she brings it back. Um, As we all know, I said last week, I would love for J-Lo to do the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Um, But here's the thing. You're still, like, J-Lo is great. I love J-Lo. But you're not Britney Spears. I mean, let's talk about the catalog alone. I mean, the songs. I mean, hit after hit after hit. I mean, J-Lo's given us a few, but it's not like Britney. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. J-Lo, you're a queen. I love you forever. Uh, I wish I had your skin. Like, what's your skincare regimen? You know what I'm saying? I need that in my life. So, okay, back to Toxic and Break the Ice. Okay, Toxic, so epic. One of Britney's best. Maybe her actual best. Something I couldn't stop talking about with Danielle is that I've been watching all of the making of the music video episodes. And on this one, this is Britney's last making of, okay, that she's done to date. They should bring that show back. Um, even though music videos aren't made anymore. Anyways, so it's her last time doing this. And you can kind of tell that she's hitting the party life pretty hard. If you start to watch it, and the really crazy thing that happens in this making of is that they have Britney sit down and watch all of her previous making ofs. It's like they knew what was going to happen. It's like, let's watch her watch how much she's grown but also like how she's she starts to watch it in a way where I'm like she knows she's spinning out of control and it's like looking at a yearbook and also being like fuck like my life is falling apart like you can kind of you just see something in her eyes it leaves you know it like checks out like she's like oh maybe I shouldn't be doing so much cocaine if anyone comes for me guys she was partying at this time I mean, will will any of you challenge that I don't think so mama was having a time and what's crazy is that she shot this video and shortly thereafter, not even a month later, she's in Vegas partying her ass off. And this is when she marries her hometown friend. And then this is when Lance Bass of NSYNC, this is the story he talks about in the premiere episode of season two of We Need to Talk About Britney, where he flies to Vegas the day after she gets married. They get it annulled real quick. Larry shows up. The whole thing is crazy. They're in the hotel room. Britney is watching the wedding video, which is wild. How good is her team that that video has never seen the light of day? I mean, it's, they're, they're, they're amazing. Guys, my coffee has just kicked in. So then Brittany gets all emotional. She goes into her bedroom in the hotel room and Lance goes and follows her and they have this beautiful moment of friendship. And this is what I'm talking about. Lance, 
I'm throwing my computer to the side. I don't even need notes at this point, you guys. They sit down on the bed and they have this beautiful moment of friendship where Lance is listening to Brittany and she's really upset. And he says, well, I'm gay. And she starts to laugh. And for a moment, everything just settles down. And it's because when we are vulnerable and we are honest with our true friends and we share something that we feel like we can't share with anyone, everything is like neutralized. Like you realize like we're all going through it. We all have our stuff and we're just kind of like moving through life as best we can. And that's what friendship is all about. And I feel like, you know, Lance and Brittany, they are their version of high school friends because they were teenagers when they were on the road and living this life that not many people can relate to. And he was there for her and she was there for him. And that's what it's all about. Now this music video, Toxic, it was directed by Joseph Kahn. And I think that Joseph Kahn gave Britney her greatest music videos. He gave her stronger. He gave her womanizer. He gave her obviously toxic and perfume. Now perfume was a dud because, because they didn't let Joseph release the actual music video that he shot. In that music video, it was supposed to be that Britney is like a spy um, hit woman and she falls in love with her Mark and then she can't bring herself to kill him and so she sacrifices herself for her lover and he goes on to get married and have a child and has a happy life and we see that we're you know Brittany is happy that she has sacrificed her life for his um I mean what a deep music video for the times I love it and then her team thought we can't see Brittany die on screen guys listen as a person who all as who just sits down and all I do is critique and not even critique, I just like am obsessed with like the why and how and what we're seeing and Brittany and blah 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 blah. I would have been okay with it. it. It's art. Let her make art. Let her be the artist that she is, and trust that Joseph Kahn, when he gets with Brittany, they know what's up. I wish we could see that original music video. Guys, can you let me know? Can you call the hotline and let me know what the deal was with um, uh, the first music video, Make Me, like where it wasn't the video, like they shot a different version, but we're never going to see that. Or have any of you seen it? Will you let me know? I want to know the deal with that music video. Ooh, sorry. Um, got a text message. Oh, it's from Kayla. It's from Kayla Yule, a friend of the podcast. Hi, Kayla. Um, can't wait to get together and see you. Okay. Without further ado, here is myself and Danielle Panabaker talking about Toxic and Break the Ice. Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, the podcast dedicated to people who need to talk about Britney Spears. I'm your host, Jen Zabrowski, and on today's episode, I'm talking about not one, but two of Britney's music videos, Toxic and Break the Ice, which both feature the same superheroine character Britney debuted in Toxic. And I'm doing this with an actress who is no stranger to superheroes. You know her from the CW's The Flash, Danielle Panabaker. 
welcome to We Need to Talk About Brittany. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> this has just been a long time in the making. I know. I'm so excited. I was really happy to see Brittany that when I walked in, I know you talk to her when you do your podcast a lot. So I feel like I was meeting a, a bit of a celebrity. And Danielle, you have told me, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but this is like <laughs> such a nice compliment that when you're on set that sometimes you'll you'll listen to oh, the yeah. show. Oh yeah, I listen to it all the time. And I think I texted this to you. It makes me feel like we're still hanging out. Like, <laughs> and, you know, it's a conversation with Jed where I'm just eavesdropping the whole time. All about Brittany. And all about your passion for Brittany, which I've known about. But like I've learned so much more about your passion and your extensive knowledge uh, in getting to listen to the podcast. And I'm learning more and more as I go. I really am, Um, especially like even as I started to research both of these music videos, uh, I'm I'm learning. And by the end of this time together, we're both going to know so much more about Brittany. Um, I like to start with asking um, my guest, where are you from and who is Brittany to you? So I am not really from anywhere. I moved every two years growing up because of my dad's job. He worked in sales, and so we got transferred a lot. Um, And then we moved to Los Angeles when I was probably about 15 years old. So I've been in L.A. more than half my life now. Um, So L.A. feels like home, even though I didn't necessarily grow up here. Yeah, and and you've been acting since you were... A teenager. Yeah, right around then. That's why my family moved to Los Angeles is because my sister and I had been acting more in like local theater and that sort of thing, local commercials. And then we moved to Los Angeles to see if we could do pilot season and take it to the next level. <laughs> so who who's Brittany to you? Like if you if because you were out here in Hollywood when I, I was rem- like being a normal teenager in upstate New York. I remember I was probably in middle school. Maybe I was, maybe it was my last year of elementary school, but I do remember her first like baby one more time. Like I think, I think I learned the dance moves for a minute. My parents are very conservative though. So I think they were not a super big fan of Britney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember when she first became, you know, a pop star. I and she does have incredible music like you know I listen to a lot of pop and top 40 like if I've got the radio on in the car for sure that's what it is Mm -hmm. um and it's incredible to have had such a career and she's still quite frankly so young she's so young she's amazing yes it is like one of those things when you really get down to it and you listen to her when you think of her catalog as a whole you're just like Oh my God. Like it's just hit after hit after hit. It's crazy. It really is wild. I mean, it's so impressive. And we were just watching her music video and like her dancing's incredible. Like you can't argue with that. And no one's like that anymore. I mean, Gaga is an, is an amazing performer. She, I mean, Gaga's not necessarily like a trained dancer dancer, Mm -hmm. but I love the way she moves. And I think that she, same thing with Beyonce. Yes. Beyonce is like an incredible mover, but it's not in the same, it's not in the same way. Like Beyonce loves her wind machine and like she knows how to work it. (laughs) Uh, And that's a big part of it. And Beyonce, I love Beyonce. Like I think she's an incredible performer as well, but like there's nothing like Britney. There's nothing like her. And yet there's just like that thing that's just like not there in the the movement anymore and I'm, I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna get down to it I believe and I believe you can and I'm gonna will. be the one that, that gets it back <laughs> for us um okay we're talking about two music videos today mm-hmm. and they both have this same character who is this like spy superhero assassin mm-hmm. in like 
spandex or yeah. I don't know what <laughs> what is that I mean, okay, I, all right. So we're gonna. So Danielle, you're on the Flash. Yes, and you are Doctor Caitlin Snow, and yes. sometimes you become Killer Frost. Yes. Okay. When you're Killer Frost, what is your what is your wardrobe made out of? So it's changed over the years. You know, when they do a TV show, they sort of look at like season arcs, and I've wanted Killer Frost to be a part of you know my story on the show for a really long time and I feel like we teased it a lot and so she's actually had a couple different costumes um in season one the first time you meet Killer Frost she's in Earth 2 and that costume is leather um and then in season two we did a costume that I or sorry in season three we did a costume that I really loved that actually was also largely leather too um but I initially, every time I looked at the comic books, Killer Frost is usually in some version of a skirt, like generally. She's got like a skirt and high boots. And I was like, oh, we should do that. And then it comes to the practicality of shooting a fight sequence in the rain in Vancouver at four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, maybe these thigh high boots weren't the best idea. Uh, And so then moving with a skirt. Yeah. Yeah. A tiny skirt. Uh, So then moving into season five, we. Oh, no, season four. Season four, she had leather pants, leather pants and like a denim jacket. Oh, I didn't love that, is that practical. jacket. Uh, and, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll get to. Oh, yeah. Danielle, I'm looking at the photo. That was the first suit that we did. Um, that was the first iteration. And the bodice that you don't really see is made out of snakeskin. You know, it's cool. I like. You know, moving forward, I like bringing in elements of the comic books. Like, I think it's I think it's cool that they exist and that we can draw from them for inspiration. So there's uh, like a snowflake on both my season three and season four outfits because she like she's made of ice. And in the comic book, she actually makes everything out of ice. So I don't know. I like sort of paying homage to it. In that way. Well, I'm sure the fans appreciate that, too, that I you so. that you love that. <laughs> And also, I mean, I'm just like skip. Okay, when you're Killer Frost, mm-hmm. what kind of um, stunts are you doing? Are you are you running? Are you doing lots of running? Sometimes there's running. Killer Frost's powers are again all generally quite icicle, like ice based, uh, and gen- ice based powers. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> so she makes things in her hands and shoots icicles there's a really cool moment like in the back half of season three where she makes this ice bridge and like goes through the city sort of terrorizing flash and vibe um so a lot of it is ice so not a lot of it is practical so I'm just standing there with my hands shooting out and then you just commit and cross your fingers that it looks good on tv oh my gosh that's so cool it is it's fun it's like a true make-believe moment like you just make believe that you have icicles shooting out of your hands yeah there's nothing to really draw on except for your imagination that is oh my gosh that's so cool and as I'm looking at you you're kind of like a Britney because you're so you're so sweet I say that with power, not 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 yeah. with taking anything away. But you're so sweet, you're so kind, you have this warmth to you. And then and you've played other roles like this. Wait, what was the movie that you did with Kevin Costner? Oh, Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks and Danielle, you play his teenage daughter. Yes. And he is a serial killer. Yes. Your dad's a serial killer, but you don't know that. Mm-hmm. And then and you're just like super sweet normal teenager and at the end of the movie, at the very end, I can't believe I'm remembering all this, <laughs> but I it can't. is revealed that you 
are psycho and mm-hmm. you're probably going to be a serial killer and it's like nature versus nurture mm-hmm. and it's like oh this is totally nature and you're you're bad she's bad she's really bad and that's a I mean the dream sequence of that was so fun to shoot with Kevin you know it's a dark sequence spoiler if you haven't seen the movie but I'm like stabbing my father and it's really bloody um, and I'm essentially killing him and it's his nightmare uh, and he there Kevin had this moment this idea that I take his glasses and put them on and it was just this cool idea of like premonition and like foreshadowing of you know the serial killer she probably actually was oh my gosh and then and so like and and then now you're on the flash and you play mm-hmm. Dr. Caitlin Snow and everyone mm-hmm. loves her and then she becomes Killer Frost and everyone's like terrified of her and I feel like Brittany as a performer is is so sweet very like Marilyn Monroe but has like all of these layers and then you're watching Toxic and you're seeing her like totally Is Toxic the first music video where she really came out and was super sexual? I mean, obviously there's layers of it in Baby One More Time. Like you can see that it's there. No, this was, we've already done Slave. Oh, We've already done, yeah, yeah. So she was. This is old hat This is old hat. That's what I was thinking because we were watching it is how confident she is. Like she's feeling herself and like really got it going on. I did watch, um... I've been watching all of the making the music video that that oh. TV show that was on MTV. Yes. So Britney did, I think she did seven of them. That number could be wrong. Everyone don't come for me. But I think, so she did all of these episodes. So she, for most of her music videos, she would do a, a making of a TV program. Like That's cool. For it. And on this one for Toxic, they filmed her watching all of her episodes of Making the Music video. On this episode of Making the Video with Britney Spears. Hi. <laughs> Britney gets intimate. I have nothing on underneath. I just have a bunch of diamonds glued all over my body. It's a really intimate, sexy moment. So this was shot December 3rd. On New Year's Eve, she goes to Vegas. Let's loose. She parties hardy. Okay, so this is like the end of the month. Brittany's going to go hard mm-hmm. in Vegas. She's staying at the Palms. She's in She's in the penthouse. Okay, mm, Of course. She flies out. Her friend from Kentwood, Louisiana, oh. Jason Alexander, they go on a bender. And decide? To get married. Why not? So all of this is happening. This is going to happen in like less than a month. So you're watching the making of this music video. Which is her watching old, episode. watching herself. What is... What is she like when she's watching herself? Can you tell if she likes what she sees? I'm like four years old. The difference in crazy and now, God, it's like completely different. You know, I was 16 when I was, you know, doing that. And so I'm growing a lot and big difference. We should watch the next one. Can we watch the next one? What is she getting embarrassed about? I think because sometimes she's like, so we're going to like go and do this moment. Or she's like, okay, guys. Oh, like when she's, she's talking sweet. to the camera. Yeah, and she's sweeter. And now she's seeing, she's like, it's really cool to see how much I've grown. Mm. But then you're like grown because like when you're watching, because I've been watching all of them recently, like all together, the first ones are so sweet. And like the the one like Lucky when she's doing Uh that one, she, oh my gosh, they had to cut the whole video um, one day of shooting. They had to remove one whole day of shooting and cram it all in in two days because she had to go see her little sister Jamie Lynn's dance recital. That's sweet. So now we're cutting to 
yeah. right before a very dark time. <laughs> We're at the finish line of what we can get out of Britney. So it's kind of like when you're watching Toxic, you're like, this was maybe the last bit we could have gotten out of out of yeah. Britney. It's like captured in That's Toxic. Crazy. So to me, I'm kind of like, is this the best music video Britney ever made? I don't know. It was directed by Joseph Kahn. And he, oh, yeah. Now you know, he does all of Taylor Swift's videos, yes, right? Yes, and he does everybody's videos. Really? I mean, he's just like, yeah, he's he's still he's still doing it. Um, and he did so many of Britney's other music videos. And you can tell he's got a big vision, you know, in terms of music videos. Like there's a lot of scope to even still to his music videos. Britney is on a revenge. This is bad Britney. This is not a fierce Britney. This is not a grown up Britney. This is an angry Britney. This is what the video is about. This villain girl, she'll do anything to get what she wants. She goes through characters. She has all these different personalities and she, you know, she goes through all these different obstacles. I think you're gonna see a lot of versatility from her on this one. It's very sexy. It's got a lot of retro futurism to it. It's got a lot of style and action. It's, it's, a, it's a big video. So she was doing a video for Perfume and, and Joseph Kahn and Brittany came up with this whole concept and then they shot it and what was going to happen was that Brittany was going to um, come back as a, she was a spy character and oh. she was told to kill her boyfriend. She had oh. to kill, she had to kill her boyfriend and, um, and she had like fallen in love with her Mark. Mm-hmm. And so the plot was going to be that they, um, she goes to, to kill him and instead she's like, I can't do it. And, and they run away together? And no, and then she sacrifices herself <gasps> and she is murdered. And then it's going to show the boyfriend go off and fall in love and he gets married and has this oh. whole life and it's like she sacrificed, sacrificed herself. Yes, so for him to, to go on. And her team said no. It was too dark and they didn't want to see Britney die. But then they had already shot the music video so then they just recut it and Joseph Kahn had no control Say. over it and he was like very upset about it rightfully sure. so I mean it's like kind of make that decision before you shoot it yeah you know, absolutely like, I mean that's the thing I mean I haven't done a movie in a little while but with a movie you know the beginning the middle and the end and like with a music video you know what story you're telling and then all of a sudden if you don't know like if the ending is not the ending anymore it's like well I, maybe I wouldn't have made all of those choices leading up into it. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yes. And he said that that most of the plot, it's just gone. It's just like it's not his music video. He just yeah. really is, is so upset about it. When you're playing a superhero and also like the long hours, Danielle, and and um and especially I guess when you are Killer Frost, does your do you have to condition your body in a certain way? Or like do you get body work done or I don't get body work done. I think I've learned how important self-care is just in general and I do really prioritize getting my sleep which is hard you know I'm the master at like the eye mask and the earplugs and the sound machine and you know getting the sleep in wherever I can um, and trying to be really diligent about getting eight hours which is not always possible Um, and I do I do feel like working out makes me feel better like it's more on me just as a person knowing what takes care of me um But, you know, it's funny. Every article you read says the healthiest thing you can do for yourself is keep yourself on a schedule. And it just makes me laugh because, you know, on Monday we'll start at 6 a.m. and by Friday we're starting at 6 p.m. So there's no, like, there's no schedule to my life. So that is certainly a challenge for sure. You know what I really admire about you, and I've I've said this to you before, but I'm just going to make it publicly known, is that you shoot in Vancouver. You mm-hmm. live here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You come here a lot on the weekends. You travel back and forth, and 
you always show up for your friends. Mm. You'll like fly in. You'll only have a day and you show up to whatever you're showing up to and you never complain. You're never the person that walks in where you're like, I'm so tired or like, okay, yeah, like I just, I took a nap, but I'm here. Like, it's all good. Like there's just none of that. You just show up and you're so game and you do it with like such a positive thank you because I love it and it fills me up too you know these are my moments that I hold on to you know when I'm away and like lonely and missing my friends and it's just I I love it like I love coming home and seeing everyone I miss Friendsgiving this year which I was really sad about (laughs) but like that stuff you know it fills me up yeah it's just like yeah I get that I get that but you're but you're so great at it and you're so like grounded I just like I feel like maybe Brittany could really Brittany could use like a pep talk from you especially <laughs> at this time oh but but back to that making of the video when she's watching, watching herself. herself I know I keep him I'm imagine I'm gonna watch it when I get home but I'm imagining it in my head and it's like I, I don't know I mean personally I hate watching myself to begin with like I watch the show just to learn and know about the show that we're making but I hate watching myself and it's also really hard I, like I have no desire to look back at who I was five ten years ago and, you know, it's just embarrassing. You're like, oh, my gosh, why did I say that? Reading, you know, reading an interview, you're like, why did I say that? And so I can empathize. Like, she's walking, watching this old stuff. And she's like, oh, that's, I mean, that's who I was then. And I don't know if I like that person. And am I still that person now? And who do I want to be? I'm curious. I think she's, like, watching it. And there's also a part of her that's like, I'm going downhill. Like, <laughs> That person is already dead. Well, and like, also perhaps feeling very out of control. Yes. There's something wild going on. When you watch this making the music video, there's something where you're watching it and you're like, oh, Brittany is, Brittany's been partying. Mm-hmm. Like you can just see it. So she shows up for um a dance rehearsal um, for the part where she's the flight attendant. Uh-huh. And she just looks rough. Like mm. it's clear that she's already smoked some cigarettes like Mm -hmm. she's had a Red Bull she's coming back from like a hard night Mm -hmm. she's like you're just like damn how are you keeping up with all and then she just starts dancing and 21 or something so young so (laughs) young and when this music video um well a couple things that I think just like so cool Britney went to Joseph Kahn with um with most of the concept and then he kind of like helped her like uh, flesh it out mm-hmm. um but they she but she had the idea of that being completely nude and just being covered in diamonds, diamonds because he always said that you need like one moment that just like gets burned in your brain and they that both agreed sense. like that would be it and at I first mean, she was like he didn't really get it there's like some quote <laughs> where it's like he didn't really get it but then we started talking about it and he was like okay but this is also what's crazy. So, you know, I have some issues with Justin Timberlake. I do. And I feel like he, I just feel like he's exercised some toxic masculinity. I don't think he's a bad guy, but I think that there could be, there could be so much growth if even the good guys kind of like reviewed their, uh, their participation. Yes. In in the patriarchy. I feel like, I mean, even as, even as a woman, I feel like, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I feel like everyone could, could there could be way more growth instead of just like you're bad, you're good, you're bad, right. you're good. There's you have to leave, you get to stay. And like looking at yourself, I think self reflection is so important because in that. So when this toxic moment was happening, she shoots the video, and then the video is about to come out, 
And during this time, the Super Bowl happens. Uh-huh. And this was the year of Nipplegate with oh. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Where do you fall on that? Do you think it was intentional or do you think it was an accident? I think it was intentional. I don't, I think that there was, um, the adrenaline was rushing. So the way he ripped it off, I, I don't think anyone was intending the bounce <laughs> of her breast. Yeah. I think that was not planned, but sure. I think when the adrenaline was going, yeah. you and you need know you've to, got one shot. Yeah, you, you, you kind of need commit. to plan for whatever we do in rehearsals, it's going to be like twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I don't think that they were anticipating that. And I think, so when she does go to cover herself, I think there's something where she, something was a little off. Too much, yeah. But they knew that it was going to come off. And, and the whole story is that, that they both had to go in to see, Justin and Janet had to go in uh, and basically beg for forgiveness from Les Moonves. Mm, Cut to now, Les Moonves, we know what he was up to. And now he's been asked, to leave the planet. I mean, where do they, do they all go to an island? I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a new reality show. Put everyone who's been me too on an island and then they're going to vote. Um, and then only one, one will get to return to, to wherever. I mean, yeah. honestly, where do they all go? I don't know. I feel like I would have to leave LA at, at the very least. You know what I mean? Like move to Alaska and like not be inundated with this industry and start start yeah. anew but so they all have to they the two of them have to go in with their teams or whatever and basically Apologize. just like beg for forgiveness kiss the ring do the whole thing and apparently Justin went in just so 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 sorry and apparently J- Janet went in and apologized but was also like holding her own and and but then he Les Moonves it the whole thing caused her an, an album that she was putting out to tank like I mean it was millions and millions of dollars on the line and her career took such a blow and took such a hit and she publicly has come out and said that um she went on Oprah and she was like this is the last time I'm ever going to talk about it and Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson said that she was really disappointed in Justin Mm -hmm. and she said we were friends past tense do you think in any way that uh Justin Timberlake left you hanging out there I am speaking to Miss Jackson. <laughs> Do you? Well, uh, the, all the emphasis was put on me, mm-hmm. not on Justin. And uh, <laughs> just Justin, we were friends. Mm-hmm. And and not that we we aren't now. We haven't spoken, but but uh, I consider him a friend, and I'm very loyal, and friendship is very important. Well, Justin Timberlake recently talked about the incident. Did you know that? I, I heard that. Okay, on MTV. And this is some of what he said. He said, if you consider it 50-50, meaning I think that both of you are up there on the stage doing this, then I probably got 10% of the blame. I think America is harsher on women, he said, and I think America is unfairly harsh on ethnic people. So that's what he said. Do you think... Do you think people were too hard on you? I think they were. I think they did put all the emphasis mm-hmm. on me and uh, as opposed to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, just to, to let people know that Justin has reached out to, to we haven't spoken, but mm-hmm. has reached out to speak with me. And like I said, friendship is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And certain things you just don't do to friends. Yeah. And um, in my own time, in my own time, I'll, 
I'll, I'll uh, give so him a call. So when you say certain things, you just don't do the French. Do you think him ripping the whole thing off? Is that what you're no, talking no, about? No, no, no. Um, when you had said, uh, certain things were said, supposedly, or that he had said uh -huh. um, during that whole fiasco, uh -huh. uh, I had heard. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of leaving you out there hanging. So you do feel that he left you hanging? Uh, to a certain degree. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, because of this whole thing, Toxic comes out, and because of the, the diamond iconic look yeah. that would be burned in all of our brains that Brittany and Joseph Kahn came up with, MTV says, you know what? We're going to move this. It won't be played unless it's after the 10 p.m. hour. <gasps> Late night. So even then, Justin was fucking with Brittany. <laughs> even then. That is It's like a direct correlation. Yeah, absolutely. It just... I just like, I can't even, I can't even believe it. But the main thing about this when you're, so yeah, Brittany definitely had some hard nights and you can see it if you watch mm. that making of. And then she was going to be a part of the editing process of the music video. Mm -hmm. Then she went to Vegas and <laughs> went on a bender and got married. And she ended up couldn't that. Couldn't be present. Couldn't be present and was like, and so Joseph Kahn and, and. Did it himself. Yes. Sure. Um, And. What's also just so crazy. And so we we talked to Lance Bass. Oh. So, yes, he's on the, the, the podcast this season. And um, and so he tells this story. He went out to Vegas right after she got married. To see her? He was. The, I don't know that if it was like to see her. But they just happened to be but, there at the same yeah, time. Yeah. And so they go and they have and they're they're hanging they out. They see each other. They see each other during like hours after while this is happening Britney's manager gets a call that Britney has been married and Larry Larry just gets there ASAP and literally goes to one of the Maloof brothers knocks oh. on his door and is like get me the best lawyer we're getting this annulled yeah. this is ending like basically they all become fixers mm. 
And Lance told us from his perspective that they're there in Vegas and they're like, let's watch the wedding video because there's this video that it's never been leaked, which I think is unbelievable. Yes. That this wedding video has never, ever, ever been leaked. And um, but then the people at the clearly she does have the best lawyers because people are really scared of them. <laughs> they must yes, yeah, they, must they must be, be really scared. Um, and so Lance was telling us this story from his perspective, and he was like, "They're like, let's watch the wedding video," mm-hmm. and they watch it, and and all of a sudden it goes from and and this was not specific, so I don't want to. This is I'm projecting. Yeah, I'm projecting, but it's either it the energy shifts like it went from either laughter or love and fun or something but it went from light to dark and then suddenly Mm. now Brittany is very upset and crying and she goes into her room in Vegas Mm. where she is staying and Lance goes in to comfort her and he just wanted her to stop crying and and Lance says well if it makes you feel any better like I'm gay and it was (gasps) the first time he had ever told her that and he did it just to like Change Booster. the energy, yeah, mm-hmm. and change the energy, and be like, we're all going through yeah, stuff. We all it's have gonna struggles. be okay. Yes. And um, so that's just like I think forever gonna be one of my favorite stories, and to know that Brittany has friendships where it's yeah, like where people can be vulnerable and say the hard stuff and say, hey, I'm struggling too. Like you know, everyone has their struggles. Everyone does, even though you know, I think to a certain extent. At least for me, it's like you're always a good girl. Like, you know, you always put on a good face and, you know, you don't share the bad stuff. And I I like to believe that there's room for, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. Like there's got to be space for all of that in your real relationships. Yes. In your real relationships. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Is knowing who who you can be vulnerable with and they'll be vulnerable with you and, you know, you can hold on to each other. And I mean, Danielle, you've done. You've been working in this industry for so long and you're such an independent person and you have been so like you have such wonderful relationships in your life. Mm. I mean, where does that come from? I mean, it's so from from you. Like, do you ever remember having a moment where you're like, this is I have a I have a choice like I can either. I mean, because you I mean, you could have ended up being a a party girl or maybe that's just not in you I don't know am I I projecting onto you I could have I mean I wasn't I'm trying to think of who like I think I'm about the same age as Lindsay Lohan and I remember that she was going out to clubs like that and I wasn't that famous like I wasn't next level famous like for sure by the time I was 21 if I was leaving a club there was a decent chance paparazzi would take a photo Mm -hmm. of me but fortunately I was generally working a lot um and so you know I, I just I I feel like very focused and very driven and it's like well I have an audition tomorrow or I have one on Monday and I want to be off book and I want to be prepared and I want to look my best and all of those things so I think that's more been my focus you know as opposed to being out all the time I you know again I need my eight hours of sleep so <laughs> club life <laughs> club life is not really conducive to that if you've got to get up in the morning go to the gym I, I was going to ask if you've ever crossed paths with Brittany but she's a bit older than you and so when you would be 21 and maybe going out she was having a rough time right that yes. I feel like that yeah that matches I don't up. think I ever crossed paths I think I would remember Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when people have been here, they're like, I have a I have a Britney story. Um, and then moving on to uh, 
or and we can go back and forth but then mm-hmm. break the ice the character comes back yeah and now we're in we're in we're in the rough we're in the rough uh pat we're in the we're in the weeds with yes. Brittany at this point so it starts so it's starting right around the time this character is initially created <laughs> yes <laughs> and then how long until she comes back again and so then this video comes out in 2008 so, so that's four years later four years that's a long time and here's what happens in the four years we'll just do a, a brief yeah, a recap. recap so she gets married to Jason Alexander annulled. they get annulled then she very shortly after that meets Kevin Federline oh yeah and I think it's like six and months after this annulled marriage, she's engaged mm-hmm. to Kevin Federline. She proposed to him on, yeah. a, on an airplane. Um, and they get married and have two kids. Really quickly, she has two kids. Yes. And uh, and so I believe, too, that a big part of the the big breakdown was also hormonal. I think I'm that there was sure. a lot of postpartum. I, I mean, obviously, this is just a guess. But that's yeah. kind of like, I, I feel very... I feel like that's a, there's a very good chance that that was happening. Absolutely. You know, and having having a child, having two children who are so young, I mean, babies need a lot. Like they, you know, I feel like even I don't have kids obviously, but even when you think you're prepared, I think there are still surprises that come with <laughs> having uh, you know, having an infant to care for and it's just I imagine it was a lot for her. It must have been like I just and people were chasing her all the time and um, and then she got involved with those bad guys. Like there was a paparazzo who then became oh, yeah. her manager and was oh, yeah. dating or something. Like there was just like, there were a couple real mm-hmm. bad guys. Yeah. What's interesting is that I need to know the difference and I don't know this. Don't come for me. I don't know the difference between Sam Lufty and was there an, a guy named Adnan? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. But there were like these two bad guys mm-hmm. that were in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Blackout comes out. Right. And that album is actually a phenomenal album. What songs are on it? So Radar is on that album. Oh, yeah. Piece of Me is on that oh, album. Yeah. Gimme More is on yeah. that album. And this song, Break the Ice. And But she wasn't, she was like, I. and what's it really interesting is that in researching this music video, um, in the recording of this song, she uh, was recording it while she was pregnant with her second child. Oh. And then it was only like two or three weeks after she gave birth that she, they set up a studio in her house and she finished the recording. And they said she gave it 150% that they've never seen anything like it. And it was like, oh, this is Britney Spears. They, and, and they did not have to say that, the, the, these producers that worked on this with her. So I thought that was amazing. I just, I have, uh, I don't, this just came up for me, but I have very mixed feelings about people. And obviously she could have said no, but like people setting up a workspace in her home three weeks after she gave birth, like that doesn't feel good to me. I know. It's like, why doesn't any, where is it? Where are her people's like compass yeah. for this Like this person? is a human being who just gave birth. Like maybe we want to give her a little bit more time than three weeks. So, so she records the song shortly after, very shortly after giving birth. Mm-hmm. And, and then they start, then everything really starts to just, yeah. we're on a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Kevin Federline, even he puts out his own music. He's like, you know, the studio's downstairs. Let me make some Papi Chulo or what's his, the name of his oh, song? Man. I don't know. It's rough stuff, though. So he puts out his single. Anyways, they finally say they're getting a divorce. And then um, and then it's like maybe Britney will have a comeback. And then Britney starts partying with Paris Hilton and the wow. whole no wearing underwear. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. uh, and then she just and Lance said at that time that she was and I thought this was like really uh, um, I was like, oh, wow, I never thought of it this way that Britney just really wanted to be liked and that's why she got involved with the wrong people. I believe that. I was like, wow, even Britney Spears. I mean, yeah, everybody has their insecurities and, you know, I don't know. I feel like she's just, I, I feel like you can tell how hard she's working. Like she's an unbelievable dancer and she's trying, you know what I mean? Someone with that sort of talent, like you don't always have to give it 100%. And that was, again, what I said when I watched the first video was like, look at her. She is like going for it. She has got it and... You know, unreal. And I think it. You know, it's like, do you like me? Am I enough? Oh, Brittany, you are. Yes, Brittany's enough. You're enough. You know, like in um, Goodwill Hunting, when it's like, it's not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. Does he say it? It's not your fault. Yeah, you're enough, Brittany. Yeah, you're enough. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't push. I I would just say it twice. (laughs) I would just say it twice, and then like see if it lands. I wouldn't pull a a Matt Lauer. Yeah, reminder again (laughs) later, and it would be more like positive, like. Hey, girl, you're enough. Like, yes. I'm just texting you to let you know you're enough today. <laughs> yes. Um. I, I, yeah, I would do it more like that. Uh, but then she shaves her head and right. does the uh, MTV Video Music Awards, does Give Me More. Oh, yeah. Clearly something mm-hmm. was happening there. Yeah. And, uh, and then the album comes out and she's like, she can't. Promote it. She can't promote it. Not going to happen. So what her team did. They well originally I guess fabulous which oh. I really enjoy him. Um, he did a verse on Break the Ice and they were going to do a music video together and Brittany was oh. going to do a dance with a chair. That's all okay. I found on the internet. Great. And then it was like you know what? I bet it would have been great. I bet it would have been you know they cut editing. Mm-hmm. Editing is magic. It know? is. Oh yes. And so but they were like we're we're not going to do this. So then, so finally, someone was like, "All right, enough is enough. What are we gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, then, then they, yeah, you know, even after the shaving of the head, they're like, "You know what? Put a wig on. Let's go to the let's go to the MTV Video Music Awards. You love it. They love you there. Mm-hmm. Even after, even then, that was like, let's go. <laughs> Put a wig on. Here we yeah. go. Um, Weekended Bernies, some sunglasses. It's all good. So true. I mean. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, would her team, if she died, would they pull, would they pull a Bernie with her? It's just crazy. I don't. Maybe I feel like maybe they learned their lesson, but in two thousand and seven, eight, I don't know. So I mean, clearly they have because as we were talking about when I walked in, her dad is not well right now, You're and right. she has made the choice. You know, maybe it's different people. Maybe she feels more empowered herself, but she says, "No, this is my priority right now." God, doesn't that just make you so happy that there is growth yeah she has boundaries yeah what a big boundary yeah because that messed with a lot of people's money mm-hmm. and, and people so don't like that people don't like that go Brittany yeah good for her guys I love this I love that Brittany postponed her Vegas show it's great it's great that's how I feel about that good. and then um thank you Danielle for supporting my mm-hmm. feelings of it being yes. great 
So they decide, but then Brittany comes, it says that Brittany's the one that comes up with the concept to bring back the character from Toxic for this animated music video. But have you ever been sick and then you're sick for a couple of days and then you're like, I'm fine. And then you get out there for like a day or two and you're like, just kidding, I wasn't fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what happened. She was like, well, I had a moment. I'm going to be okay. And she got to the recording studio or whoever and was like, this is the idea. And then woke up the next day and she was like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. but And do you think that she was capable of being like, oh, it should be animated and it'll be a return of this character? Do you think that's true? I think so. I mean... In the few creative meetings I've been a part of, like, I feel like you sort of throw out a lot of ideas mm-hmm. and, you know, see what sticks. Yeah. Okay. So Bernie comes up with this idea. They make this also, animated. how old are her kids at this point? Like, maybe she's watching Little. a lot of cartoons at home. Oh, Danielle, I, I feel know. like we got to something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we really got to something. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she has little boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then, so they make this this video and... um Bring and, back her superhero. And all bring back the superhero. And also what's interesting is that they put it up on her website where, because everything was so chaotic at this time, where they let the fans decide which... Um, song off the album would be her third single. Oh, interesting. And the fans voted for Break the Ice oh. for this song, which I, it's, what's also really interesting is that we talked to Derek Barry mm-hmm. last season and he, um, and he was saying that the reason why, um, he has been so successful as being the number one Britney drag queen is because, or Britney impersonator is because he, um, it was during blackout where they didn't have oh, anything. Yeah. For, there was no Britney. There was so. no Britney. And so hit her team oh, yeah. posted a video of Derek Barry doing Britney mm-hmm. on Halloween and it launched his whole career because they just needed anyone to be Britney. Yeah. Um, and so I think that they were doing things like this where they're like, hey, fans, yes. you can vote. What will, you know, to Keeping keep them engaged. engaged. Mm-hmm. And so then they decide that they're going to throw a Britney ball. And it's it was very cutting edge for the time. And in reading about it, I was cracking up because it's like now everything's on your phone and voting and texting a vote yeah. and doing and everyone's all up in each other's biz all mm-hmm. the time. But this was they're like, OK, we'll throw a Britney ball, but it's a ball that you attend from wherever you are. OK. And you'll watch the launch of the music video uh-huh. on your phone or on your computer and um and then there will be a live chat room and you can put your thoughts of like what you think about the music video as it's happening now this is crazy to me that this happened over 10 years ago because my husband now does a lot of stuff on twitch and Mm -hmm. he does like um he does a late night talk show on twitch he has his own he, he has his own twitch channel um the late night talk show is called Mitch Live. It's great. And um, and but while the talk show is happening, it's streaming and people there's a chat room while the show is happening. So people are interacting with mm-hmm. the show wherever they are. And so that's just like happening now all the time. Yeah. Or if you do an Instagram live. Do yeah. you ever do those? Daniel? I did one. I've not really done them a lot. 
Um, I feel a little silly. Like I do struggle with social media sometimes because I feel a little silly. Like I don't know that I have that much to say. Is this really that interesting? Um, so I don't like I feel a little silly on it sometimes. I did one, you know, when the show's coming back after being on hiatus or things like that. I've done them before. And I like answering questions because, you know, I don't I mean what am I what what else am I gonna say you know I love seeing the questions like what do you want to know like what can I answer for you I really like um your quotes that you post thank like you the quote of the day yeah. I, I I read I read them all. I really I love like them. them I'm trying to it's an interesting t- I'm trying to create them myself more which requires more work and time which I don't always have you know I was using an app and now I'm trying to you know do it myself I you know it's something that I don't know. Sometimes sometimes the quotes resonate with me. Sometimes they don't. But sometimes they resonate with other people. I, I'm a big fan of, you know, positivity. Like, obviously, there are tough times and hard times. But, mm-hmm. you know, I for me, it, it works. I'm glad you like them, too. Yeah, I really <laughs> like them. Um, Danielle, one thing that's, I mean, this is just like, there's not even anything to talk about with this. But that something that you and Brittany have in common is that you dated the same man. I know, is an ex-boyfriend. Is it it's really bizarre. And like that's a weird thing that you don't necessarily consider a- about your life. It's uh, you know, I think I was in Vancouver. I was ba- I was working on The Flash and all of a sudden I got a bunch of text messages being like, "I think I think Charlie's dating Britney." And I was like, "I have no idea. I don't talk to him anymore." But you know, that your life is, you know, people comment on your exes when you didn't necessarily want to talk about that that day. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't know that person anymore yeah. in so, that way. This is weird, but I guess Britney Spears. It, it would just be so funny if someone called me and was like, "I'm well." If an, <laughs> if any of my exes were dating Britney Spears, I would be like, I would contact can I please, them. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, can I please be a third wheel? I'll only ask a few questions. <laughs> I thought you were great. I always loved when we were together. I, I really, I really, you know what? I think we should reconnect as friends. <laughs> And I would be, yeah, also, I think you should bring your new girlfriend. Yeah. That that is so, it's just so funny. It's so funny. I wish I, I don't have any, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any weird ones like that. I mean, but it does connect me a tiny bit to Britney Spears. Oh, 100% it does. (laughs) I mean, gosh, it really does. I feel like, yeah, that, that makes me, it makes me feel like, um, you know, like we're in high school and it's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's like enough for me. Like Good. I like I really I love that. Um last thing I really would love to talk to you about, Danielle, is that you go to a lot of these conventions mm-hmm. where you meet a lot of fans. Yes. Um of The Flash and I feel like it's the closest thing to mega f- fandom. Like I always I talk about this a lot. I'm more in the loss of monoculture where there's like, where there are things, I feel like there's just so much in the world now. Yes. Where I miss what I loved about Britney, I still do, is that everyone knows who she is. And especially mm-hmm. when I was a teenager going to NSYNC concerts and going mm-hmm. to a Britney show, was that everyone is like all this energy going towards one person and we're yeah. all there for that thing and everyone would have an opinion about them like yes. it doesn't have to be the same opinion but now people are like who's that I don't know that who and it's yeah. not about my age and becoming an older woman it's it's <laughs> and that I'm not a teenager or in my 20s anymore it's it's culture yeah and I feel like you are a part of the last piece of monoculture being oh. a part of the superhero yeah world um what are the fans like really kind really lovely I you know 
when you talk about the conventions in sort of an abstract way, it's a little bit hard to wrap your head around. And then you go to the first one and it's really an unbelievable community. Like the people, it's strange. It's not strange. They connect over social media and like look forward to going together to these conventions and they bond over something that they love. And again, it's the same thing. They might not have the same opinion about it, um, but it is something that they feel very passionately about. Um, and the fans, I'm always, I'm constantly blown away. You know, they travel, they, you know, it's incredible. Wow. And it's just like, they, it's just so many people. It is so many people. I mean, is Comic-Con just wild? Comic-Con, so San Diego Comic-Con is different for us because that actually, in my opinion, we don't get to spend a lot of time with fans. Like mm-hmm. for me, Comic-Con is, it's just two days of a, two to three days of a press junket. You know, we do one signing that's like 30 minutes and people are rushed right through. And when I get to do the conventions, it's an opportunity to sit and talk to people and to really connect with fans and they can tell me, you know, their theories and they ask me questions and you know we can talk about things and that is like I value that Mm -hmm. you know I like being able to connect with people in that way and you know I I'm sure if I mean if we weren't in production when Comic-Con San Diego happened we probably would have more of an opportunity to interact with fans but at that point you know our time is so limited so you know San Diego is different also we're like Again, one of hundreds of fancy people, if not thousands of fancy people at Comic-Con. I so. saw you once. I went I went once. And, uh, and I think I saw Van the first year we were there. I think I waved to yeah. Van and his dad. <laughs> and he, has a, he sent me a picture. And it's just like, because you were in the main hall or yeah. uh, convention center. And, uh, and it's like from all the way back. And he's like, there's Danielle. <laughs> it's crazy. Because again, it's like very limited. It's only 50 people get to meet us and it's not even really meeting us like sometimes there's not even enough time to shake their hands so it's hard mm-hmm. it like that make that part makes me sad because I know there's other people who waited and who are just as passionate who we just don't have time for oh my gosh Danielle you this is so cool you're like oh. a superhero and you go to <laughs> conventions and meet fans and just you're with people you get to be with people all the time this sounds like my dream <laughs> does it are you a big people person I love people I mean it's like it really I mean gosh look I'm like a, I think of Brittany as a dear friend we've never <laughs> met I could like talk about people all the time I love watching reality tv shows and I and I watch and I don't just like watch oh, for yeah. entertainment I'm like this is what's going on with them okay what they what they need they need to go see a therapist oh Mm -hmm. this is like their issue like sometimes I'm like am I an empath and it's like no I'm just like a person with a lot of opinions (laughs) (laughs) no business giving anyone I I don't know what's going on with them but I just I love it it. I know reality tv is like the healthy place for me um to put my dysfunction (laughs) I like that (laughs) my dad habit my my husband says to me sometimes he's like you hate conflict I don't understand why you like watching these reality shows because there's just conflict all the time I'm like I don't know maybe I'm living vicariously so I don't have to have it in my life or maybe it makes me feel less badly about what conflicts I do perceive that I have. I don't know. But I'm with you. I do, you know, my just, I have to, I like put the Real Housewives on when I'm at the gym. I'm like, all right, if you're going to watch them, mm-hmm. you're going to be productive with your time. Oh. You're going to be on the treadmill or the elliptical. Oh, I love that. I usually smoke weed and watch <laughs> 
It's, and it's true that um oh but you know what and i don't know when this will air we do love the bachelor are you a bachelor person? i'm not a i'm a i'm a housewife person not a bachelor person i'm a little bit of both i feel like a bachelor though it can be like sports for couples because you know we're on a this is silly we're on a group text with a bunch of our friends and it's like you know who are you rooting for why and bachelor i like from a sort of psychological standpoint fascinates me because I'm like why do people choose the people they choose Mm. like what is it like you say you're looking for one thing and how does this person embody that and like why is this your person like why person a over person b wow okay I might be able to get into that yeah yeah I like that that's a good selling point Ooh. I mean, not that you need more reality TV to add Why to not? Couch. What am I doing other than talking about Britney Spears? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Um, Danielle, thank you so much for coming. It's my pleasure. Truly, uh, this truly. was just like you got to see cardboard cutout Britney. I, I will I said I will picture you from now on talking to Britney. Be right there. We'll take a picture. Okay, great. Okay, amazing. Danielle Panabaker, thank you so much for doing this. You can see Danielle on the flash. On um, what night of the week are you guys on? We are on Tuesdays. Tuesdays at eight. Tuesdays at eight. Mm-hmm. Tues- Tuesdays at eight. Almost mm-hmm. couldn't get that out. You can watch Danielle on the Flash as Caitlin Snow or Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. You can see her in those in the leather pants. Yes. Yes. Check her out. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Campfire. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.